It's a good time to support the sky blue of Manchester, as Pep and the boys have taken a five-point lead and have a game in hand over second-place United. Liverpool need to reco recover quickly from their loss against City because they have to travel to third-place Leicester City at the weekend, which seems like a must-win for Liverpool if they want to stay in the title race. Chelsea beat Tottenham, and the Blues are now one point off, off of the Champions League spots, and the thread keeps unraveling for Arsenal, who have fallen out of the top half of the table again. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're hearing this from, thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from four friends who support different clubs. Red Card Radio helps to tell and opine on the major story threads of the Premier League with a more specific focus on the clubs we support. My name is James, and I'm joined weekly by my three good friends, Tamzid, Sean, and Brad. I support Arsenal. Tamzid is a lifelong Liverpool supporter. Sean's allegiances belong to Tottenham, and Brad is a fan of Chelsea Football Club. All this said, this is our look at the state of the Premier League after match day 23. What's going on, boys? Good evening. What's up? Suffering. Suffering, Suffering. still. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm with, the, I'm with you, bro. Oh, I'm excited. Let's I think go. it's a lot of suffering. What do you mean excited? I'm very excited. What do you mean excited? excited? Suffering. Four games excited without Excited for what? Nell. Four games without Nell? How can I not be excited? <laughs> really gassing a new man in your bounce. <laughs> yup. Well, I'm gonna let me pull up the uh, the league table real quick. We'll quickly go over that. So, of course, Manchester City first place on 50 points with a game in hand over United, who are at 45. Leicester is in third. Liverpool are right behind them in fourth, but creeping on up. There's Tuchel and the boys. In fifth place, only a point behind Liverpool. Um, West Ham, Everton. Then we have Spurs. Villa leads. Leeds just jumped over Arsenal this afternoon, um, but they play each other this weekend coming up. Arsenal hosts Leeds, so we'll talk about that. Um, Southampton can't buy a point recently, uh, and then we just kind of go down the normal characters: Palace, yeah, Wolves, all the same. Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley, and of course Fulham. West Brom and Sheffield. The three teams who have been in the bottom remain in the bottom and for the damned for the for the rest of the season <laughs> will remain in the bottom. In my Oh yeah, will likely remain in the bottom. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think three of the four of us agree here. Yeah, well, no, I thought Newcastle was going to make a run at the at the floor, but uh <laughs> They may, two they two may wins start. out of three. They're, they're oh, pulling it, it out. out. <laughs> yeah, they're pulling it out. The nosedive has plateaued. <laughs> so, I mean, clearly the first thing we need to talk about is everyone's boy, Allison Becker, and the incredible number of mistakes he had over the course of five minutes that led <laughs> directly to two Manchester City goals. Of course, I'm the, talking the the annual Allison Howler. Dude, it was impressive. But yeah, so City traveled to Anfield and beat Liverpool 4 to 1. I believe that was Pep's first victory in the Premier League at Anfield, so he got the monkey off his back. Um, but we need to Technically talk... it's his first ever victory at Anfield was it? ever okay. cuz he, he came to Anfield for the Euro UEFA Cup in like 2001 and got battered back. <laughs> A long time ago. <laughs> so that's what I thought the statistic was, but I wasn't confident as I was thinking about the words that were about to come out of my mouth. So I was just like, I'm going to be safe and say only the Premier League. 
Um, I should have just gone with my intuition, but I didn't want to have a Brad moment, so in my defense. Um, But we need to talk about the implications of that game. Um, Where are Liverpool going to go? And, you know, is it really just down to injuries for Liverpool this year? Or have we regressed a little bit? Um, It's it's entirely down to injuries. Like, the entire structure of play is built... All right, so our wingers can't cut in because they have to stay wide because our fullbacks can't go forward because our fullbacks have to stay back. Because our center backs are two midfielders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it like it a up the entire plan. Yeah, it sucks with the whole plan. It's not a surprise that we won our two games, this this barren run, when we actually played a center back in the back line. <laughs> we Matip, and then we played uh, Nat Phillips, and yeah. we won those two games. We played two center backs in the back, and we won those games. Like, yeah, it's not. Like rocket science, and then to your original point, James is Becker doesn't have a lot of bad games. No, I was, and he just happened to have a bad one on the so, day they played so, City. So, so he annually has one every year. Yeah. There's one like in eighteen nineteen. There was the one against uh, Leicester, where he tried that. Yeah, so he tried to because that, that was oh, his first season. season. Yeah, that was like that was, first season. that was like the fourth or fifth game in the season. Oh, really I, thought early on. Had, I thought you were talking yeah. about four had, scores that, and two hundred years that, ago. Howler against uh, Leicester, where Didn't he tried he just, to like ju- juke out of and yeah. got scummed. But I don't like. Then he had that one last year against Arsenal. I mean, we'd already won the league, but he like passed it straight to Lacazette, and so now it's it's here. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now it's done. You got the rest of the year for Becker being Becker. So I was I was watching the game, and my father was in town this weekend, and I was watching it with him, and he was flummoxed over these, over these two, like especially on the first goal that he gave up, which was the second goal of the game. He he was uh, I had I looked away for some reason. Maybe I was like tending to my son or something like that. But he uh, he was like, "Wow, Becker just just passed it to City twice in a row." And I was watching the replay, and I was like, okay, that was, that was really bad. But I, you know, I was like, I was def- trying to defend him because Allison is probably, in, in, in my estimation, I think he's the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, in the world? I think so. Um, yeah, he's pretty close. Allison's the best, best I, I, goalkeeper in the world. And, and he was like, he took, I, I don't know if he took issue with that claim. Um, he doesn't watch nearly as much football as I do. Um, and even I don't watch nearly as much football as most people. But it was like, it was it, this dude is clearly an elite goalkeeper. But it seems like at least once a year, his like his brain just turns off. And and the impressive part about this one, I thought, was that it happened three times in like five minutes. Like I don't know if like he just like I would say I don't know if he like looked up and saw a beautiful lady in the crowd or something like that. But the he only saw, person- he saw he saw a, a, a barbecue fly up the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so, if it was so the was fireworks or something, but yeah. that was my question because I didn't get to watch the game because um, work and life. But was it like a bad five minutes? Because from the highlights, uh, from what I did see, it was like five minutes. It was. Um, three, it was. Yeah. It was three it was, bad passes. It was, yeah, it's three bad passes. Okay, that, that's why. That because I'm yeah. with you guys. That so it was the, heck of a goalkeeper. The first one was like a bad pass out. And then it got Liverpool recovered really quickly. They pass it back to back to Allison, and then he does it again. And then this time, but like worse. It, but the, yeah. the second time around was worse than the first time around. And and then because it was like open. Yeah, and then City score, and then like three or four minutes later, he gets the ball, and he's like, 
I don't know if he's like trying to direct like someone to to go out or something. And he just passes it directly to Gundogan, just like like passes it like right on the edge of the eighteen yard box. So like Becker just kind of like lackadaisically like passes it out, and like you would think that the the city player who received the ball was a Liverpool player with how he passed him that ball. And it was just like like it was incredibly hilarious to watch as a non Liverpool supporter because the, the game was close, the game was tight. Yeah, was it one yeah. one at that point? And then it was, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. it's just over at that point. The game started falling apart when uh, Jones and uh, Tiago went off from Milner and Shakiri. That's how like <laughs> we really started started rolling down because like. Milner takes up these awkward positions that I don't, I don't really, I don't really like, like where he sits. So you're like, that already puts like everybody in the back line under pressure because he's like here and he can't. He yeah. spends half the game chasing his own first touch, like. <laughs> and, <laughs> like uh, Savage. Yeah. So like uh, that, 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 and then like Allison talking about that, like absolutely nailed the game. Like I was like, Foden's whatever. Foden's goal was really nice. Yeah. Hey, he did, he did a really good job of just kind of like turning Robertson only the slightest amount. Like Robertson was right there with him, but he got just like a half a yard of space and was able to just bang a howler. See, the annoying thing is everybody's going to talk about Foden, and to an extent, yes, but Curtis Jones had a really good game. Curtis Jones had a really, I'm still mad that he got taken off. Like, he was the only one with any initiative. To, I mean, you got to win the game to get to get talked about. Got to <sighs> score the banger to get talked right, about. Right, right, okay, right. Can we, if you want to talk about goals, can we talk about how incredibly soft the Sadio, uh, not the, the, the Mo Salah penalty was? Good. That <laughs> was so Absolutely good. Soft. This man gets manhandled on a weekly basis. Maguire last uh, two weeks ago dragged him down by his pants and he didn't get a penalty. True. I'm glad he's jumping on the slightest touch. Shame. This is the kind of shamelessness I support. <laughs> oh man, that I, when I watched that, I was like, okay, that's clearly a penalty. But also, if that was an Arsenal player, the Arsenal player would have gotten two re- two yellow cards for diving instantly. Um, instantly, red card. Yeah, probably just sent him off for diving. But sod red. Um, so long-term implications for this, what are you guys like 10 points off and city have a game in hand on you? Is that, is that the, yeah, city have a game in hand on everybody. Yeah. But (laughs) so yeah, that's, 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 that's dusted. Yeah. Except Spurs. This this league is, this, this league is, this league is finished. City are functionally eight points clear. Yeah. At the top. And so Their it's going to be another. It's going to be another one of. Uh, I think they won like six or seven in all. Actually. Yeah, no, you're uh, you're you're not wrong, but you got to go further back five, yeah. six, seven, eight. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. saying their, their last five form. It's all isn't it, isn't it 14 all games marks. in a row? Yeah, yeah, unbeaten maybe. I don't think they've won 14 in a row. They have since the, the last. The, they drew December 15th with West Brom overall. Overall, yeah, about everything. Oh, okay. I was gonna say in the, in the league, I don't think it's fourteen wins. No, uh, the last time they lost was to uh, Tottenham in November. Wait, who who they who beat them? I think the club sitting eighth right now. 
out of some, European some football mid, right now. Some mid-table club. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of that mid, mid, mid-table club. Must have been Chelsea. The, the speaker of that mid-level let's, let's talk, table club. Let's talk about that mid, mid-table club. Um, so yeah. Oh, the, oh the, which one? We can talk about both of them. I don't care. I get, well, it sounds like we're going to it, I reckon. So that, the, the, the rumble in North London, uh, Chelsea came to visit, and Chelsea was victorious. Uh, Tuchel, Jose, Jose. You think so? That, no, that, he didn't. No, he didn't. We played defense, and then they got the early goal, and then didn't seem too interested in scoring that, more. That, that, that game would have been nil. I mean, I don't think it was a, a question of weren't interested in scoring more. I think the question was they just couldn't they score more. Yeah, <laughs> like, Eric Dyer match winner. Oh, man. I mean, it was just Eric yeah. Dyer with the dumbest penalty I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Eric Dyer match winner. Like, like oh, what is man. wrong with you? I saw that and was so hyped. That was amazing. Just, Dyer I going to Dyer. Like, I, if, if we had special effects on this podcast and you could just do them on my face, I was just looking up at the screen and I was like... Oh, man, that was... That was, that was like early on the game too, like four or five minutes into the game. What are you doing? That was spectacular. What are you doing? <laughs> I challenge you to find a dumber penalty other than biting somebody and headbutting somebody in the World Cup final than that penalty. Hmm. Red card. Or no, he didn't even get Neither of those were penalties. True. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> They're not even as stupid. Don't worry. And, and the other team doesn't even get a too. goal out of it. And Luis did it in the league too. But uh, the the red card penalty, I would say the uh, well, the ref's fault for calling that on David Luis. But we already talked about that. But in terms of a player being stupid, no, yeah, no, no, no. no. Like, you know, we're talking about like just like bird brain, I know, like bird brain stupid. type type penalties on the ground and decides to samurai kick him in the calf for no reason <laughs> well he's in, in uh, this is this is the one time i'm going to try and defend eric dyer he is legitimately trying to get the ball but i don't know where in his brain he's thinking oh i'm going to be able to kick the ball both of my legs are behind werner's legs i'm going to somehow magically get my leg through his leg to kick the ball i don't understand where he thought that was going to like i don't know what he thought was going to happen there you know the worst. You know the worst part about it. Watch it back in slow motion. His left leg was in front of Warner's. He yeah, could have just hit it with his left, and then he decided <laughs> to kick with his right anyway. That's the uh, worst part. It's um, such I a fantastic a play, though. We do have a worse play than than Dyer's penalty. Would be Rudiger's uh, back pass into his own net. <laughs> okay, I but, mean, yeah, in recent memory, that one was not. Yeah, that one was not good. He made the challenge, but. Uh, um, definitely got over Jose. Yeah, so so now now Chelsea are up to fifth. Uh, Spurs are eighth, but if Spurs win their game in hand, they're equal on points at thirty nine with with Chelsea, right? Now other teams also have games in hand and whatever, whatever. But you know, I think both of these teams are legit contenders for the top four. Um, yes, absolutely. You, so that that's at least six teams, I think, vying for. Uh, I would say four. Oh, there's probably four teams vying for two spaces, because it kind of seems like one and two 
uh, maybe United will drop off. Maybe it's maybe it's five teams for three places. Um, is better way to look at it. I think it is. Yeah. Um, Lads, we are back in the top six clown fest. Right. Let's go. <laughs> but the problem <laughs> is before, before we leave, leave that, I'm surprised you left out James and and Brad the chance to clown Tottenham, and it was came from our own manager, and you missed it. It was a post-game interview where they asked him about him losing three games in a row for the first time. And he said, oh, for the for the first time since like 2012, I think it was. And he said, oh, has it been that long? Well, when was the last time that Tottenham won a title? 61? <laughs> he said that? Oh, yes. He was like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, since I'm in three cups, maybe. <laughs> since I'm in three cups, maybe I can bring you one of those. Mourinho <laughs> says... Yes, he clowned, the, he clowned the reporter in the post game. Was, was this the Spurs reporter, or was it just like BBC? It was a yes, it's a like it's a Mourinho post game. But okay, but like hey. they, they go through different ones, right? So they do like they do okay, the media. So ones. I don't know. Then I don't know who asked. God, I hope it wasn't like for Spurs TV on their official website. Could you imagine that going on the Dude, official website? That's, that's the that's the that's the football heritage <laughs> fucking that's the, a the special speech. one. He gave the same speech when United lost to Sevilla, and he was like. Real Madrid, I come here with Porto, I win. I come here with Real Madrid, I win. This is football, anything. Like, yeah. yeah Jose is always good for a soundbite, like 100%. You, you, you um, won I think... three times in a row, you won a title. What do you want? I'm trying I to win your cup here. I am special <laughs> What was that, Brad? I think I am a special one. Oh, is that, is that a... <laughs> That yeah. was the first. That was the first. Yes, yes. You two missed that because I thought that I was didn't definitely going to be your list to clown I, me with. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get to see that. But even Mourinho Joe, clowned us with it. Mourinho's He's our own like, manager. He don't want to be here for his third year. He's like, I'm <laughs> done after this year. <laughs> well, like most of the uh, most of the happy. most of the Spurs fan base, or at least the Spurs internet fan base, is Mourinho out at this point, right? You guys are fed up with him. Oh, I'm not. You're not. Well, I, I'm not. He's he's fine, man. What about the uh, the Richmond Spurs fan club that you are or supporters group, I should say, that you that you run with? How how are the how are the the what what, what the RVA Spurs? What what do you, what do they go by? So yeah, it's RVA Spurs. Oh, yeah, what what does what does um, RVA Spurs say? So so far we're we're still Mourinho in. Like we're we're weathering the storm. Okay. Like we got Kane out. We didn't have any signings mid year. And we need depth. We've needed we've needed striker depth for three years. That hasn't <laughs> happened. Um, we needed center back depth, which Rodon <laughs> yeah. is helping. You guys, actually, he's coming Diamond. around. I actually really like Rodon. Um, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be really good. Um, so he's coming around and getting in the. And then he put on a like a nineteen year old or some eighteen year old something like that. He put. Uh, I forget his name now. But he put on somebody really late for a couple of minutes just to see how he reacted to it. Um, which Mourinho, I don't remember uh, Mourinho doing that a lot. Like putting on really, really, really young players. Never heard of Rafa Varane? <laughs> That's true. Okay, Varane. Okay. <laughs> if you're, so if you're good enough, yeah, you're, you're getting on. Well, didn't he play... So, uh, didn't, so clearly it? this kid must be good. Who's the center back? Uh... It was Braun. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about for Spurs last season. Uh, what's his name? He's injured. Oh, right Juan now. Foy. 
No. 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 Tangangan. He was a, a youth team product. Was he like 2021 yeah. when he got his debut? But like, yeah, he, he's like, still in the rotation. He plays in cups. Oh, I thought he was injured. Oh, then maybe he. All right. I mean, why would you play Eric Dyer when you like Tangangan? I thought was pretty decent. Pretty good. He's he made his debut against yeah. Liverpool. He's right? got. He's got to be better than Eric Dyer. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, clearly in the Chelsea game. I don't game. know if Mourinho is ever going to drop Dyer because Dyer's got that that uh, uh, quality that Mourinho looks for. He's a shit house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mourinho shit house. Yes. Don't be, put him on the damn back line. He's, so, too, he's too slow to play in the midfield, though. He doesn't need to be technically fast. too slow to play anywhere. But, but also, like. like but he's also, not- like, center defensive mid on our team is, is congested. So that's probably why he's on the back line. Well, he's on the back line. Because Mourinho loves him. And Mourinho- what are you going gonna to start him over Wink, Sissoko, Nombele? Like, who's coming? Who's not playing? I mean, he played him in the back line. to play. He, he played him in the back line last year. Yeah, he's been in the back line. He's, yeah. he's been a center and back for Jose. He's pretty much started every game. Every time he's played, he's been a center back this year, I believe. And I, mean, I, think it's not like, I mean, it's not like Spurs are going to fucking throw $50 million to go get a real center back. So he's making do with what he's got. No, <laughs> Tongan left. They didn't buy another center back, right? That was ridiculous. Yeah. He's making do. <laughs> so, so, okay. Brad, what about... Um... What's the... What's I assume the Chelsea supporters are pretty happy these days about uh, Thomas Tuchel and the recent run of forms uh now i have a kind of a maybe more introspective question do you think that the team has turned it around because of new tactics new manager do you think that the team would have done this under frank or do you think that it like what has happened over the last few weeks was only possible because of tuchel that's that's a very interesting question um I think Frank deserved more time. I think I've always been Lampard in. I know Tammy is shaking his head, and I know as a Chelsea supporter, I, sh- I should have known better than to have him out. Um, are we playing better? Sure. Um, I, is it the new manager coming in? The new manager bounce? Probably. So that's let's revisit in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, I, I do like the style that we're playing. Um, I'm interested to see if he keeps Hudson Adoy. At, at wing back, they don't and how that goes. They don't know how to play the style yet. It's been like two weeks. He's playing the same style as Lampard did. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not changing they're any not different style. Anything. Just... They didn't change a single thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think. Well, not from what I've seen. To, to be fair, I think he's prioritized uh, Hudson Adoy more than than Frank ever did. Um, he's given Hudson Adoy more more liberty. Um, I was surprised to see Mason Mount back out there. Though. Well, it's interesting because he, right. he did he did sit him and used on him the bench in a good way. With. And I think he's kind of recognizing how important he is to your midfield. Yeah, he, which he seems crazy. Went and, Tugel went in and, and said like Mount is a key player for him and is going to continue to be a key player for him. Like I think I think I think Mace has got a new daddy now. Daddy Tugel. Oh my God! Please stop! Jesus. Please stop! You're not calling him daddy, please. <laughs> Do y'all know how the new manager bounce works? Like, what the theory behind the new manager bounce is? Yeah, like, what the logic yeah. behind it? Screw the old guy. Yeah, the so. why it works. I'm interested like, to hear the, what you the, hear. The logic is. is that once a new manager comes in, all the players who felt like they were uh, undervalued overperform to compensate for that. That's why all these teams always end up having 
a new manager bounce for like five, six, seven, eight games or whatever. Right? That's why relegation teams suffer the most. Relegation teams are also full of the biggest journeymen, like in the league, right? Like, you think Jolene Lescott's been slumming it at Aston Villa for no reason? Like, <laughs> that's just how it is, right? So, and so is, when a new manager comes in, they get a like pip because they're like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta reshuffle the pecking order." Because the new manager just the manager's job, right? He has to pick his pecking order guys, right? Yeah. So they all these players overperform. Kovacic has been a ghost this entire season. Yeah. Yes. And yes, all has. of a sudden, like, Tuchel comes in, and Kovacic is like, oh, well, I can make forward passes, too. I wonder how much well, of it is, is is senior players feeling vindicated. Um, like, oh, yeah, like, clearly that other guy had to go, and, like, yeah. let me let me shine. Because I think you saw that last year with uh, Arteta and Ozil, in that Arteta came in, Ozil played for 10 games, <clears throat> and played very well, um, and then COVID happened, and and the league shut down and then we never saw him again. And so I, there are other circumstances there, but it was, it was no, it was no, uh, secret that Emery and Ozil had, uh, beef. had beef. And, and so, you know, Emery gets the boot and it's kind of like vindication for those senior players yeah. who have been maligned by the manager. And they're like, ha, look, they, they finally recognize that this dude was wrong. And this is how, and they, you know, they show, they try and show to the new manager. And it's also, I think, easier for new managers to, to begin trusting more experienced players. And so I think like the more senior experienced players get more of a chance at first. Yeah, like that's why Rudiger's playing. Yeah, and Alonso is is back in the yeah, lab and everything. Yeah, Alonso's yeah. hiding. Where has he been? Kovacic is also garbo. been in playing cellar since West Brom. Like they got into a dust up at halftime, and then he just went running to the cellar. running away from uh, Fat Frank. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he yeah, tried to do. I'll take Alonso. And also, what Conte's? Yes. What? Yo, what? Brad, Brad, what's your transfer fee? Ten million. For what? Alonso. Alonso. Yeah, why bring him over here? I want him on a deal. Doesn't I mean, he go? I thought Arsenal was was the retirement home. No, for let's, go. Oh, let's go. I'll take Alonso right now, of, brother. Speaking of Arsenal being the retirement home for former Chelsea players, uh, <laughs> the other fat man from Chelsea now wants to go to Arsenal. He said uh, he grew up in Arsenal. And it has a like the oh other fat God. man. <laughs> I'm like, hook it, let's go. <laughs> Hazard Willian, one more run. The last dance. Let's go. <laughs> I'll take him and Christensen. Hey, you, you only brought in Christensen on a, what, what a, uh, oh, injury, is, I think. Bro, you asking for Christensen and Alonzo is the yep, most. Bring him. Right. I want him on a deal, though. I ain't paying a lot. Spurs, like, Spurs BS thing ever. ever right? yes. like, you could ask for Tamori, who's currently balling out. <laughs> In, nope. the, in ACLI, but you're yeah, asking is, for two absolute scrubs. Yeah, right? I want I want them for like less than ten a piece. That's Daniel Levy territory all over. Yeah, the that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Getting them on a bargain, and then we can we hey, can repack is, it. Is it the, the, is it the, the two for one bin? Years ago. Look, uh, is it the two for one bin? Oh, two for one. Oh yeah, get them. Hey. You buy both of them. You get them for five mil a piece. Yes, let's go. Yeah. Bring them on. You'd have a backup striker finally with Alonzo. Yeah. That's why I want him because he so basically plays Alonso, like. Which is playing more because Conte's been positions. injured as well. Conte's had the hamstring issues again. So, like, that's why I want to see what happens over these next few weeks of who actually stays in the lineup. And now Tiago's in, injured. At least it's not a hammy. 
from what I saw. But we also don't. The problem, want the problem with Christensen is, is we would probably play him at center defensive mid, and <laughs> he's like no, like like what I said with Dyer, it's too congested. Just like, we wouldn't play him at center back. The, the problem with Christensen is he also may as well be five five. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't play with his frame. Yeah, <laughs> no, he also may be five. May as well be five five. Right? Jose, Jose might just That's throw fine. some gloves on him and put him between the uh, between the posts. You never know. Yeah. Could you imagine a center defensive midfield with him and Dyer? I, I think I don't I know why you could imagine it. I I would like to play against. Oh, you actually you actually know it. You've lived it. It's Mustafi and Jaka. Okay, well, good night, guys. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's been real. Uh, this has been Red Card Radio. Um, What's your at again? Uh, Except Mustafi and Jaka can actually pass. Um, I mean, well, can pass. Well, Jaka can. How about that? I, nah, I mean, sideways. Sideways. And sideways and back. He's pretty decent. Listen, Jaka scored a goal like three weeks ago off a of free kick. So he always does the that. Dude, the dude like, got every, a, every once in a while. He does that. The dude has a can. If he can do life. that. Why can't he pass? What's wrong with him? Because there's a. It's a much different technique to precisely pass the ball than it is to just put your laces through it and let the swerve take it past the goalkeeper. So. With, because with the thing is, when you, when you miss a shot, when you miss a shot, it's in the stands. When you miss a pass, it's it's in the, the, back other, of your own net. the other team's running at your goalkeeper. <laughs> so, so, uh, there's pressure on you when you have to pass, as yeah. opposed to taking a free kick. Or a I shot. just don't see. Well, maybe it's just my mentality, but I don't see that much of a difference. It's, you're you, you're you're putting a spin on it one way or the other. I don't know. I, or I, you're hitting it straight. I don't. But dis- you also have time. I don't dislike Granite Xhaka as like a human being. I, I like him. I think he's a decent footballer, um, and I don't want to. You know, I'm. I, 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 I think he gets a lot of uh, a lot of flack. I think some of it's deserved. Um, I, I like the dude, but. So with where we're going, right? Let's stay here. Are the wheels coming off the bus, James? For our head up, oh, what's yeah. going on there? Um, uh, what a smooth transition. Well, to, so. Please don't. Do Wheels coming Please off the bus. They're they're basically a, a bicycle at this yeah, point. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the wheels have fallen off months ago. Yeah, I don't know. I think the wheels were already off. I think they were putting the wheels back on. They got uh. And then they, fell they, off they, again. They've been riding on uh cinder blocks for about five <laughs> miles now. So we got we Craig Craig Pawson had his had his thing against against us when we played Wolves. So we had the VAR game. Um, and then was just such a bonehead uh, Cedric Sora's pass <laughs> to, to to let Villa score. Um, but then there was also just so much like garbage refereeing in the Villa game as well. Um, and I don't I, I don't want to make it sound like I am trying to say that Arsenal's problem is the Premier League officials or VAR because like clearly we have much more much bigger issues than just that but man don arson was so right like 15 years ago don Wenger like was right 15 like, years oh, ago when man, he was saying that these so english right. refs are garbage and that we just need to get rid of them it's so true but we'll talk about var in a minute is this the only league that uses their own countries no, every no league everyone does, does okay but, okay i just want to make sure like- we're just shit but, like, but for some, shit. the fa yeah. feels obliged to just protect 
the Premier League match officials. Like, and uh, and anyway, well, okay, I'm I'm gonna get in the weeds. I think our biggest issue right now is missing Kieran Martinelli's Tierney. health. No, because he's healthy. I think it's I think it's Kieran Tierney's health. Then where is he? Uh, for some reason, nine hundred. He's, your, he's one of your best players. Why is he not playing? Because nine hundred and seventy-five year old uh, William uh, needs to get a cameo and. Every and, time he plays, you guys, your guys' offense is different. Yeah, you know, he played 16 minutes against Aston Villa, and I think he had two passes, and one was incomplete. Like one, like okay, it was his, his numbers. For William, six, yeah, it was. We need to we need to do a swap deal, uh, William for Origi. Yo, I would I would take that in a heartbeat. Right William for Origi, just a like, yo, just a straight swap. I, I will right. fly to London. I'll rent right. a, I'll rent a car and drive him to Liverpool. Yeah, cool. You could keep Origi, and then we could put William in the dungeon. So that'll free somebody up to come play for us. It's that that'll free like Nabi Keita. I, I swear, there's some demon shit going on in that dungeon. That one somebody has to be there at all times in the season. Um, so, yeah. I was, I was at the Arsenal bar when William got subbed on. It was an eruption of booze. I, yeah, <laughs> they were, they were, dude. Richmond Gooners were so mad. Did you cheer? When you got subbed on, it was. I thought a table was gonna get flipped over. Yo, shout out Richmond Gooners because y'all know what's yeah. up. Yes. That's they amazing. were so mad, so mad. William Masterclass. Yo, I don't. And I'm, yeah. I was so, just sitting. So, so I try to like hide my crest. You know, it's their bar. I try to be respectful. I hide my crest, sit in the corner, but I was just giggling. Yeah. So, so Sean, to your point uh, about Martinelli, when when I'm watching this game, I'm like, okay, things I want to see. I want to see Aubameyang come on, and I want to see Martinelli come on, and I want to see Odegaard come on. And I got two. Yeah, out of, I got two, two out of three. Two. But but yeah. why William gets game time over Martinelli blows my mind. It's just it. it's the same thing with uh, like in like October and November when Mustafi was getting game time over other younger center backs. It's like why why are we playing this dude who's out of contract and clearly doesn't have a future at our club? Like I understand that William has. And un- unfortunately, has two more two more years after this with our club. I, I, it's unless for some reason uh, some MLS team, uh, DC United, where you're at, um, you wants, wants, to, <laughs> wants to come in and 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 pay William more money than yeah. Charlotte Football Club needs players. Support your local, Brad. He is. He's got a Charlotte Football Club. That's not his local. That's he didn't grow up in Charlotte. Okay. 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 You're saying DC United. You're saying DC. <laughs> yes. Okay. Brad, support your local. Um, My local is Charlotte FC, sir. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> I have a coin. The, the Richmond Where did you Gooner. Grow Where did you grow up? I have a coin. Where did you grow up? I have a coin. <laughs> I don't have a coin. Oh my God. My coins. Okay. I'm okay. All right, Brad. You're you're in the weeds. You're in the weeds. <laughs> the uh, the Richmond Gooner <laughs> conspiracy theory is that William has a clause in his contract that he has to get playing time every every game yeah, that's plausible that's actually plausible I, I, I believe I would, that i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt it but i i think for all intents and purposes i think that arsenal's only uh path to european football next year is to win the europa league 
Um, I, I think that seventh place is legitimately out of reach. I don't know about that. I just—it's uh, so tight. I'm, I'm so, I'm so, so pessimistic. I'm so pessimistic at this point that like I just don't see it. And I would much. I mean, this so, is Arsenal's best chance, right? Because no, no good team actually dropped down to the Europa League this time. No, yeah. I mean, I think uh, yeah. this is our I mean, this is our shot to win it. Look at Sean getting salty. That like, like Tottenham's here. That's it. <laughs> like, I wasn't getting salty. I was looking at the league. I'm like, no, I'm, no I'll be like drop down from the Champions League. Yeah, I'm yeah. just curious yeah. how he doesn't think seven's gonna make it because he's only six points out. So, so let's do that real quick. Oh, it's two games out of hand. Oh, never mind. You're fucked. Yeah, Villa has two games in hand. Leeds has a game in hand. Spurs has a game in hand. Everton has two games in hand. So, like, like looking at that, I, it's it's a lot more than six points. Speaking of Leeds, how are you feeling about that? Yo, we'll talk about that after we talk about VAR. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling good. As as a, as a quick teaser to you guys, this is the, the, James is not confident. <laughs> but I do want to talk about VAR because it seems like, I, you know, I, okay, I, I'm the maligned Arsenal fan. We all feel like uh, feel like VAR hates us. Um, but recently, Mike Dean has had two red cards overturned after the fact. Um, then He then subsequently apparently got online death threats, um, and so he's not going to be uh, officiating any games this weekend. But I'm kind of curious, because as an Arsenal fan, I know that all Arsenal fans are very, very upset with VAR right now. We don't think it's working. Um I think that some Arsenal fans want to do it, and I'm 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 a I'm a proponent of VAR. I think it will make the game better in the long run, um, but I think that English referees have a history of being garbage. Um, but I'm kind of curious what your fan what you think your fan base's perception of VAR. I'm gonna I want to start with you, Brad. What what is Chelsea? What do Chelsea fans think about VAR? Oh, that it's been trash. That's trash. But I think again, it's more that English referees they they need to figure out a way. That it's not like the fourth official on the bus. That it's not all one team. It needs to be its own separate group of people watching, not at the stadium, nowhere near, not part of the same ref team. Well, they're not. They're they're over at a. Uh, they're at like the 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 Premier League match official center, wherever that is. It's like a. Are you sure? Because last Stanley last Park. Time I heard, is what it's called. Last I heard, they were all like it was. Well, they all were clearly they're clearly protecting their own refs. I think that's a lot of it too. Is that like, hey, where's the accountability? Um, I have an idea, but we'll we'll get to that after everybody else says how their fan bases feel. Um, Sean, what what do the Spurs what do Spurs supporters feel about? So so far, I like I don't feel jaded by it. I, th- I thought I think you usually we get treated pretty fair. Like if it's a foul, it's a foul. If it's offsides, it's offsides. But what I would say about it is, I think they spend. Maybe we'll get to this later, but I think they spend more time figuring out if a hand or a foot's offsides than they do if a foul's actually a foul. Okay. So Fair. I think their I think their focus is in the wrong spot. Okay. It, and Brad, to answer your question, it's Stockley Park is where the VAR hub is. Um, and what that's is in, it Stanley Park? I thought it was. Yeah, I knew it was it's, something. It's the park. park. Yes. Yeah, Stanley so. Park is the the park between Everton, Goodison, and Anfield. I knew it was an S in a park, so I couldn't remember the name. Um, Tamsi, what do what do Liverpool supporters think about? Dude, we've been beefing with 
the Premier League goal, uh, what is it, PM goal for, like, the entirety of this season. We've been outright beefing with them from last year. Yep. When they were they were trying their level best to make sure we couldn't win, like, games. And so, like, it, it, the Premier League refs are horrendous. They were horrendous before VAR, and they will continue to be bad afterwards. Like, all of them have to go. All of them. And I don't support uh, sending Mike Dean death threats, but I understand. Like, so, I, so I, this this is probably going to not. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Continue. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craig Parson, Mike Dean, John Moss, all of them have to go. They're all so bad. Michael Oliver. We haven't had a good ref since. Yeah, Michael Oliver. We haven't had a good ref since Clattenburg. You don't like Michael Oliver? That's the only one I feel like is consistent. Okay, he's he's the only decent one, but it's like he is the least Dean blind Coons, person leading one? the blind oh my people. God. He's just he's just consistent. So if he calls the same crap all the time, you know what to expect. Mike Dean's all over the place. That, that's very baseball of you. Is you want you just want the strike zone to be consistent. That's all I want. I want the strike <laughs> zone to be in the same spot. If you're gonna call at my eyeballs a strike, then make it a strike every day on time. And my, I feel like Michael Oliver does. I, I just want I, I want the fouls to be. I want I want the rules to be appropriately applied. I want the the games to be managed well people shouldn't be able to get eight or nine kicks in before they get a yellow card and this happens way too frequently against teams that are considered soft or foreign um like the the, the, the teams that are considered like, like run Dallas. run over that's, with foreign that's like players Eng- that's like english culture though right? exactly like they'll, allow, they'll allow a couple more boots yeah that they allow the the teams that just you know like the more english teams or the teams that are comprised of more english players to go kick the foreign teams um and brexit means brexit it's 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 i i want the it's okay so what 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 specific changes do you think could be implemented for VAR specifically? VAR um, as is is actually fine. Like as is, there's nothing wrong with the technology in itself, right? We have cameras. We can we we have cameras. We watch them all the time. The referee has the option to go back and look again that we didn't have last year, but now we do. So they have monitors as well. Yeah, but everything well, have, about they, this is they, is good. They had monitors last year. They just never used. They never them. used them. They just never used them. Yeah, I, I thought they just didn't have the option. No, they did. Anyway, anyway, the the technology in itself is fine because the technology in itself is fine everywhere else. Nobody whines about VAR as much as like. I, I have I have one thing that I will bring up. I I agree with you on all those points, but the one thing I think that you, I think that they should only be able to watch the replays back in full time. I don't think they should be able to watch them in slow motion because when you watch a replay in slow motion, it always looks worse than it does lo- at, at, at full speed. Um, tackles look harder, they look more intentional, and they look you 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 can't perceive like reaction time in slow motion, in my opinion. And so I think that they sh- the the referees when they're shown a video uh, on on the on the sideline screen, they should only be allowed to watch it at real time and honestly if you have to watch it more than like two or three times then it's not a clear or obvious error in my opinion yeah and yeah, it definitely takes is, too long they, the the Premier League refs have an ego problem yes they have to be the center of attention after every game hello Mike Dean. and it's 
it's it's so bad and like crappy pundits and media personalities all want bad like all want var gone so they can talk about bad refing again because it's the easiest like point to hit why did arsenal lose bad referee it's not because not because cedric played a back pass straight to ollie watkins like none of that like it's gotta be because it's like lazy work like they all want to be lazy together yeah I, I i agree i think i think var is good I think it. I think it is. It is good. Like more technology is better. I'd much rather see them draw lines than forty-five minutes after the game ends, see a definitive angle that shows the game-winning goal was offside. I'd much rather see them take the the forty-five seconds or the one minute to draw the lines on the pitch and disallow a goal. Um, so I th- I agree with you in principle. Um, but I just I think that they take too much time, and I think they sh- they sh- really should only be able to watch it at full speed. Brad, it looked like you were getting ready to say something before I started. Hey, I agree with you. It takes way too long. Like it shouldn't take seven minutes. If you if that's the case, then you're just looking for something to say why you were right. Yeah, that's, you're that's right. what you're exactly doing. right. It's you're like, like yeah. the Suchek of and red card. Secondly, they need to come out and explain their decisions. Right? It's like if there's a red card made, then we need to hear from the ref on to why that red card was made. Well, Especially have, with Shek and, and Luis, they there's no explanations. They just get to go home. Like, well, no, they have they, they have a match report that they have to file. I don't know if those are public or not. I don't think they are. Um, right. So like there there's no public discourse. We need no, to have refs do post match interviews. That's what I'm saying. Post match yeah, interviews yeah, needs to happen. Look at that. Tamzine and Brad agree on something. Let's oh. go. <laughs> Yo, I I love the video. I, I think it was John Moss. Um, it, it was, I don't remember, I think it was the Liverpool game at Anfield, like the one time they tried to do miking up the refs, and I think it was John Moss, and <laughs> he goes over to talk to the, to the linesman, and he's like, uh, I, you know, they're, oh, they're talking, they're talking, no, no, and, no. and then it Moss was, is, it, was, it was between, uh, uh, was it Atkinson? Liverpool Spurs. Yeah, and it was Atkinson. Okay, it was Atkinson. It was between Liverpool and Spurs, and it's Atkinson talking to his line referee. And he's like, I can't see it, I'm giving the penalty. I didn't yeah. see it, I'm giving the penalty. <laughs> He doesn't know whether Dan Lovren actually fouled Harry Kane or not. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I didn't see it. I'm going to call him out off the edge. Jordan Henderson's like right there. And he's like, what? Yo, I, I love <laughs> like, they that. That would be awesome. We need to have the audio. Like I know they're they're clearly mic'd up. And maybe it's not good in the long for the long-term health of officials for their, for their audio to be piped through a TV broadcast. But... Their audio needs to be listened to, be and right. it should Did be he? it should be reviewed by people who aren't Premier League match officials. Like yeah. they, these are the these are the people the police policing themselves. Like that stuff just doesn't work. You can't have the same organization who's in charge of making the decisions then retroactively looking at the decisions and saying, "Oh no, that was right," or "No, that was wrong," because they're always going to side on their own on their on on their homie side. They, they, like, change their opinions based on, like, public perception the day after. Like, yeah. if yeah. enough people get mad, they're like, oh, well, uh, yeah, we're taking Benderek's uh, gold red card away. But, uh, but it's more than that because everyone was outraged by the Luis red card, but it was more important to protect the match official and the VAR official and say that the Luis red card was a legit red card. Yeah. It's so, not. When it clearly wasn't. Clearly wasn't. Okay. But I think that we're kind of all in agreement that VAR is is a positive good, but yeah. match officials and match officials need to do better, and yeah. we need more consistency or like maybe more communication around why things are happening in VAR. 
Yes, more communication. Tamsie Zero just wants English to... referees went to the last World Cup. Zero. Tamsie just wants to get rid of them all. All of them. God, bring bring me the, the Champions League rats. Bring American. me all of them. American. Bring me all the Champions League rats. What's the name MLS of that one refs. MLS ref? The one, the one dude who's... Uh, what's his name? The main I MLS ref. The MLS. Oh my god, can y'all believe another Calciopoli for English rats? Once uh, one of them retires and then spills the beans. Oh, that would be wait. beautiful. Cannot wait. Oh, cannot be wait. Great. All right. So let's 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 look forward a little bit because we've got FA Cup games going on midweek right now. Um, and then we've got the EPL at the weekend. And for the first time in a long time, I was looking at the schedule. I was like, man, they're, they're finishing the, the, the Premier League games on Monday. So we'll have all the games finished before we talk about it. On, we before we record our podcast on Tuesday, um, but then uh, I was like, okay, that's because this Champions League is coming back because Europe's coming back next week. So, but FA Cup, we had uh, United and West Ham played today. Uh, United beat West Ham. They in extra time it took them 120 minutes to beat them, which is we didn't. I don't. I think Brad said he watched some of it, but we're not going to talk about that game because it was a snooze fest. I did. Okay, Sean watched it too. It was a snooze fest, right? Uh, it was pretty much a snooze fest, and the reason it was, honestly, it's going to sound odd, it's because Lingard was cup-tied. Lingard is one of the most creative players that West Ham have. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean? He's not cup-tied. He's club-tied. He can't play against his parent club. Well, yes, okay, so, so he's not in a cup. Yes, so he's club-tied, then. It's the same thing. But Ling- Lingard scored... Scored a brace in the last West Ham game. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just let it go, Tamsy. Go ahead. Go ahead, no, Tamsy. Let's let it go. Just give him the glare. No, come on. Name five other West Ham players. Okay, and we're going to keep... Susek, Declan Rice, <laughs> Fabianski. Hey, Fabianski, that's my guy. Uh, Jack, Jack Wilshire. Uh, this is... Uh, this is Mark Noble. So basically... basically uh, He's he's made Valencia again. Ben uh, You're he, looking at your other there, computer screen, about, Brad. You're a cheater. Too. Okay, right, there's five. And I have on a fantasy team. He, he, uh, David Moyes is basically making Everton 2.0 again, and he's going to hit the same ceiling as he did for that. Because turns out head to Suchek is not always an effective way to score goals, and if that's the only way you're getting goals, like. Well, I'm saying Lingard's important because he's actually creative. He's like English enough to know that head to Suchek means there's a second ball somewhere around. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's, he's, he's creative enough. A donkey that he up top. Right, is right, what right, I'm saying. All right, all right. Moving, moving on from yeah, from, we don't need to spend from a lot United of time West Ham. Everton and Tottenham <laughs> is the only other interesting game in my opinion. Um, for the FA Cup, oh, a, a, oh, yeah. I think that there are other games that could get talked about, but we, I don't know. And oh, I no, as far as the as far as Brad, the, the Brad and Cup, yeah. yeah, the FA Cup, that's that's all that's going on. Everything else should be chalk, in my opinion. But Everton and Tottenham, it, I think it's going to be interesting because I think Jose wants to win the FA Cup. Yes. I think I think if he has his choice of trophies, that's the one he wants. Because I, I think that okay, I think if you if he would want to win the Europa League, I think clearly you want to win the Europa League, obviously. But I think that he sees the FA Cup as more attainable. Um, so I think that that's where he's going to be going harder for. I think he sees the League Cup as more attainable. Well, I mean, the final. we got one more it's game. We're in the final. Yeah, yes. We're in the final. 
Yes, but like you can't you can't deal with that until April, right? Yeah. This so, is a late leak up. Yeah, because of because of the the schedule congestion. Yeah. Um but but because of because of the fact that it's in April, you you can't really even think about it, right? So it's 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 non-existent until we get closer. So when he's comparing the competitions he has in front of him right now, um he's got the EPL, he's got the FA Cup, he's got the EPL again, and then he's got Europa League. So I think I I can see Jose running out a really strong team um, against Everton in the Cup because he's got City at the weekend, and I think he's more willing. I think he'd be more willing to to kind of ship City a thousand goals and beat Everton in the Cup, lose to City in the league, and win in the Europa League. Yeah, I he's can, fully given up I, on. I, I can like, I can see we, that we, timeline. We trotted out a legitimate team against Chelsea. Yeah. But um, like, and, and then he gave the quote. So like, we're going to try out the same team and hope we can beat Everton. I mean, you guys with that, I mean, you, had, you had Harry Kane back. True, he did. He did convince like, everyone that Harry Kane was injured. Yeah. Really. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So I I think that that's going to be a good game. But I really should. If I'm a Tottenham fan, I'm expecting to win that game, and I'm I want to win that game. I'm not a Tottenham fan. I hope you guys lose. But if I was a Tottenham fan, that would be my. That would be my mentality. The priority game. Yeah, it would certainly yeah, be absolutely. Everton over. At, th- at this point, like we shouldn't commit. We shouldn't put all of our eggs in the basket of trying to beat City because, first of all, that's going to be a it's a tall order. It's a, it's a tall order to try to yeah, beat them, know, even if we're City yeah, again. The rest of the even Dude, even if we're full straight. Back. I hate that. That's the uh, that's the best thing that Guardiola teams get is that when they get that fear factor, they're fucking unstoppable. Yeah, but it's well, like. I don't think it's a fear factor. It's just like we have all these games around it, and then no, it's like it's a fear factor thing. Nobody like now teams are just gonna go play against Guardiola and just get rolled over. Yep. But last year teams were actually going punch for punch with Guardiola, right? Norwich beat them. Norwich won three games all season, right? Like that. That that was that fear factor. Like Wolves did the double over them last year. Southampton beat them. Like. But now everybody's like, oh, they're unstoppable. Especially now that they won 4-1 at Anfield. Like, they won convincingly at Anfield. <laughs> uh, so thinking, thinking about the EPL, big games this weekend for both Leicester and Liverpool because they play each other. Um, so that's, that's going to be, that's gonna be big. Um, it's a big game. City-Tottenham on paper should be a good game, but I don't think it will turn out to be a good game. Arsenal play bus fest. Arsenal play Leeds. That's a that's a fight for tenth place. But they're both right next to each other in the league, so that's that's an important game for those two clubs. Trap games. Uh, West Brom is hosting United, and Chelsea are hosting Newcastle. Um, a resurgent Newcastle. Um, I think the pick of the weekend. If I'm looking at just those five games. Honestly, I think the best game is going to be the Arsenal Leeds game. Yeah, Leeds are in good form right now. Yeah, and depending yeah. on what whether Arteta actually grows the cojones to to go toe to toe with Bielsa, or if he if he cowers out like he tries to like outthink Bielsa, you're going to concede six. Yeah, you're going to concede six. Any team that wants to like, oh, we're going to sit back and counter Bielsa, they always concede six. Palace conceded five. Newcastle conceded six. Newcastle conceded four. <laughs> like you're not gonna, you're not didn't, gonna. Didn't like, Liverpool concede four? 
We could see a three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we smashed them four three. That's the only way you're gonna have to beat uh beat Leeds. Like you just have to go toe to toe and like hope that Bamford is shit. I mean, just know that Bamford is. Shit. How, how are you feeling about this Leicester game coming up? Because you guys have to go. Oh man, I gotta wake up at seven thirty in the morning to watch this horrendous game. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wake up at seven thirty in the morning to watch Suffer Ball. I woke, like? up, I woke up at seven thirty in the morning to watch Cedric pass. A, get, Cedric be, was the worst player I've ever seen. Have a second a assist. Have a hockey assist for ever for Aston Villa and ruin my weekend. So Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. Suffer Ball. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> uh, what do you think's gonna happen? Do you think Liverpool's gonna win? It's gonna be one-one. You think so? Yeah. Do you, th- do you think that's because neither team wants to lose that game? No, it's because Liverpool... All right, so Liverpool are going to play really fucking well, and then somebody's going to make a bonehead move, and we're going to concede one at the end, and it's going to end 1-1. And we're all going to feel like a loss, even though it's a tie. Okay. Um. All right, fine. City Tottenham, Sean. What? What? I mean, we we kind of I kind of dominated that conversation with the Everton Tottenham game, but what are you thinking about in that game? No injuries. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't play Kane. Um, like I don't know. It's gonna be a bus fest. <laughs> it's gonna be like tin behind the ball. I like that. Dude, that might be Kane inshallah. Like that's gonna be a worse game, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be it's awful to watch. Game, it's gonna be awful. I would rather be seven thirty to watch Leicester Liverpool than I think to watch that City Tottenham game. Yeah. What about uh, what about this trap game for you guys, Brad? Newcastle, you worried? It's it's inter- it's interesting, right? Because Newcastle has their new first team coach, and then we have Tuchel and his and his staff. So like, Newcastle don't have Callum Wilson, I think. So they're gonna get rolled over. Yo, I mean, I, yo, they do have Joe Willock. Ooh. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. Don't, don't, don't go on my boy like that. Joe Willick needs to come to Anfield. Yo, he's the ultimate. Stop, he's the ultimate Jurgen Klopp. He's the ultimate Jurgen Klopp center midfielder. Just run all day, like you can't have him. It's like the best. Like, <laughs> nope. But I think Chelsea wins. Okay. I, I think Chelsea still. I think Chelsea wins, and I think it's. And, um, a hey, I, I sincerely hope Steve Bruce puts up uh, Andy Carroll and Joe Linton up top again. Yes. We yeah. need to teach we need to teach uh, Tuchel that Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> 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 what is this fufu ass <laughs> position bullshit? Yeah, no. where John Joe Shelby just yeah, punting yeah. the ball. Exactly. I, exactly. I exactly. so badly want to see a Newcastle just like shit house win. <laughs> that, would, that would be so beautiful. I I am gonna be laughing all day. I'll go get a case Fairly of Newcastle brown ale, buddy. Um, do we think that West Brom have a chance against United? I mean, West Brom shows up. Yeah, they do. They show up. They, like, they, they, show up. they show up and then lose. Didn't they lose five nil to someone yes. recently? <laughs> yes. Is that showing up, Brad? Yeah. They just technically showed up. Yeah. <laughs> they they arrived at the at the pitch and put their at shin the, pads on and played did. a football game. That is did true. Do y'all see the video of uh, Allardyce on on Reddit oh, with, like, with the throw in? No, with that the, uh, the header. 
<laughs> and he like gets the ball and he like heads it down and like drop my head down. I was like, yes. <laughs> I saw the one where he got like he got okay. the ball and he was like trying to throw it in and he like put it down on the ground and like he looked like frustrated like he couldn't have a pass. Yo, I want to hear that comment. I want to hear that comment. I yeah. mute, mute the mic. I mute it. I mute it. I said, uh, it was on Reddit. It was like, Spur 00 West Brawl. Sam Allardyce proper. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Allardyce proper header. So. Yeah, I, I need, I need, uh, I need to, I, I need Tuchel to learn that Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> some, some proper beans and toast football. <laughs> Oh man, I think that I think that Bielsa is going to score forty-five goals against Arsenal, and Arsenal is just going to implode. It's going to be a Dabin black hole versus a high press. It's just going to yeah. be like a, a black yes. hole, and we're just going to like just everything's going to explode. Um, I'm not I'm not looking forward to this game. I have no hope in this game. Um, I want to be I want to be proven wrong so so badly, but I um, the hope and the belief is sucked out of me. I just want y'all to know that Patrick Bamford is the second highest goal scorer in the league. He's gonna get a hat trick against Arsenal. <laughs> no, imagine if Patrick Bamford pips Mo Salah to the golden boot. Yo, he's gonna have a proper hat trick. He's gonna have a left, he's the only one right, that could and He honestly should though, if he could convert on all of these chances, he should. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to. Look, I, I'm gonna look up his like conversion rate after this, because um, I imagine that it's twenty seven percent. It's it? literally twenty seven percent. He has the, one of the lowest in the top leagues. Um, the Richmond Leeds organization is uh, population one, and I know <laughs> the dude. And it's awesome because he comes and watches every daggone game. Send him a send him a band, and it's sure. just him. Um, other than that, uh, only other interesting game because uh, the UC, uh, Champions League is back. Got Liverpool and Leipzig. Where is that game being played? Tamzid has it been announced. Narnia. Narnia. We don't know yet. It's we'll still out. it's still not announced. Nope. How Leipzig is that... hasn't found, uh, found a location yet. They have to talk to. I think it'll be in Salzburg. Okay. I think it'll be it'll be in Salzburg. Cause, yeah. Because they announced the Arsenal locations. We're Budapest. Playing, we're playing our first game in. Uh, Brad, it will take place in Budapest, Hungary. You oh, found that, out is that, that for Budapest Liverpool? is in. Yeah, the Liverpool game will take place in Budapest. Budapest. Yeah. From one day. You ago. found out that it's not in Russia. Yeah, what country is Budapest in, Brad? Hey, look, look. I was just doing some Sudbury geography, okay? Okay, all right. We just. What was the other? What was the other uh, city you thought was in Russia? Warsaw. I didn't say other one. Warsaw. Was yeah, he, Warsaw, Warsaw is also in Russia. Is that our apology I mean, to Eastern Europe? <laughs> yes, we would like to close this podcast with. Just are you, are you trying to imply Poland and Russia are the same thing? Yo, so Polish people are going to no, fight we, you, Brad. No, we do not want to say that Yo. to anybody. Thank you to everyone in Eastern Europe that listens. Yo, if you Poland have, and Russia are not the same thing. Please Thank take you. up all of your Eastern European beef with at KS Brad G. KS Brad, yes. KS right Brad G. He is the he's the guy you want to talk to because he's the one yep. that doesn't understand the geopolitical implications of what he's saying. Yes. But we're done. That's all. That's all we got. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, got one more okay. Thing. Yes, Brad I, trying I, to add. Brad trying uh, to add okay. the conversation too. I forgot that. Yeah. Okay, Brad, give us give us your your fun your your Snapple fact of the day. The, the last time Tottenham won a trophy, the MCU did not exist. 
That one was not good. Not a good, good one. That one was Iron Man 1 came out in October of 2008. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. was not Iron Man yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that Te- old. Technicalities. Technicalities. That one wasn't good. All right. All right, I'm going to bed, guys. <laughs> That's at KS Brad G. That's Brad. Get him on Twitter. We got at Firmino's Dentist. Talk to Tanzid there. Got at Whiteheart underscore Sean. He's below me at Sean. I'm at James Tiffany. Follow us at, at Redcard underscore radio. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. We, we Shout out to Anastasio for the new logo. Yeah, yeah. 100% back to Shout our out to boy, my boy Stas. Stas365 on Instagram. Uh, Check him out. He's a good friend of ours, and he made this dope, dope logo for us. But that's all we have for you guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you all next time.